disgruntled bit players present a no ticket production. Jose Amador is Beijing PI in the case I started after I finished my baking. Previously on Beijing PI. My younger sister, the little fool, imagines that she's fallen in love. He's a boxer. At great expense, we have arranged for Johnny to fight Pete Calamari. I remember thinking, I'm doing this for Skipper, for our future. Next thing you know, I'm pounding the hell out of him. As soon as I walked in, I saw that the only bus Johnny would be catching was the 915 to the Big Adios. Now, episode four, a dangerous dance with danger. Sunday morning, Johnny was dead. Skipper was missing. I sat in my office and tried my best to wash away the sorrow with the river of scotch. X-ray, X-ray, big time boxer brutally battered with billion bullets. What the hell are you doing in my office? Paper, mister? Scram. Asshole. I tried for the first time in a long time to do the right thing and still ended up as covered in filth as a kindergarten bathroom. I was so beaten down. I barely had the strength to drink myself into a stupor, much less go chasing after whoever the hell did this. You son of a bitch! You wouldn't help Johnny, and now he's dead! I hope you rot in hell for this! Listen, Miss Marzetti, I've been spit on more times than a car on the C-train, and, and usually I deserved it. But, but you have to believe me. I tried to help. I stuck my goddamn neck out for that kid. Yeah? Well, your neck looks fine from here. It's Johnny's neck that got broken. Well, no. They, they shot him a lot. His neck was basically unharmed. Oh, my God! I'm sorry, Daisy. I'm sorry. It's been so long since I tried to do the right thing, maybe I forgot how. I couldn't save Johnny, and I've been sitting here trying to wash that knowledge out of my brain with scotch. But, but listen, this isn't over. Skipper Ritzy might be out there somewhere, alive, maybe tied up, maybe with that little trickle of blood from the corner of her mouth for, for dramatic effect. Alone. Just because this bastard killed Johnny in what looks like a really painful way doesn't mean Skipper has to die too. Can you help me? Help you? How? You said before that you thought maybe I was a good man. Well, here's where I can try to be that. I think you're a good woman, and I don't think you want to see Skipper Ritzy killed when we might have the chance to save her. What do you need me to do? Go through my case files. You are going to look for anything that has to do, or looks like it could have to do, with the Ritzy family. As God, or Bigfoot, or whoever is my witness, we will find the son of a bitch who did this and we will make things right. Ravel.
Man, this office smells like feet. I still had some friends on the job, some of whom owed me a favor or two, some of whom didn't want their wives getting pictures of them and giving it to a sheep in a sex swing. I called in one of the favors. The sex sheep guy was more of a last resort. Hey, Jeeves. Yeah. Uh, do me a favor. Make one for Jonesy over there, and uh, could you make me one of your patented eye openers? Come on right up, Beijing. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks for meeting me, Jonesy. Uh, not a kid. A drink? All the time. Here you go. Chin chin. Here's looking at something, something. Cheers. Mmm. Good God, that wakes you up. Thank you, Jeeves. Yeah, well, instead of thanking me, try paying your fucking tab for once. <sighs> well, you gonna make me ask? There you are, kid. Manzetti murder scene photos. Jesus, Garden Weasel Christ. I know. That apartment is fucking huge! No, no, Jonesy, it's just... Marzetti was a good kid, Jonesy. He didn't deserve to wind up with more holes in him than an Agatha Christie novel. You watch your mouth! She was a hack. Agree to disagree. Look, kid, I gotta get these pictures back to the station house before they do the daily crime scene photo inventory. That is one anal department. Sorry, Beji. Give me a second. Hold on. There. What do you see? Someone with really bad taste in art. Is that a portrait of a guy with a carrot up his ass? No, Jonesy, I mean there, by Johnny's hand. Is that a nine? Could be a six. Could be an egg going fishing. Well, that's the best he could do. I mean, I know you're dying and all, but Jesus, what a shitty clue. Yeah. But right now, it's all I've got. When I got back to my office, Daisy Mercedes was still there, digging through my files. She was just as beautiful when she was covered in dust. Maybe, weirdly, even more so. Your office is disgusting, Mr. Amador. I found what I thought was a tennis ball, until I discovered it was half a bagel covered in mold. My apologies, Ms. Marzetti. I had to fire my maid before I had hired one. And since you're working on this with me, why don't you call me Beijing? All right. And you can call me Daisy. I brought you a sandwich, Daisy. A sandwich? What is it? It's two slices of bread with other ingredients in between them. That's not important right now. Did you find anything? Well, I've still got a lot of files to go through. By the way, why do you have an entire folder filled with panties? Oh, ooh, I, um, that's, uh, it's, ooh, ah, uh, it's, uh, hey, um, have you found anything else that sends up a flag? Well, not really. You have a lot of cases that involved rich families, but none of them were the Ritzies. Keep looking. Mr. Amador, sorry, Beji. I just... Don't you think those mobsters who wanted Johnny to throw the fight were probably the ones that killed him? I don't know. 
maybe. Uh, see, the, the mob has a certain way of doing things. If they'd killed Johnny, they wouldn't have bothered to kidnap Skipper. They would have gunned her down, too. Doesn't guarantee it wasn't them, but it doesn't point me in that direction, either. So now what? Well, if you're willing, you keep looking through those files while I go talk to some of the players in this little drama. I can do that. Miss Marzetti. Daisy. Daisy, it means a lot to me that you're helping me with this. It's been a long time since I tried to do the right thing. It helps to have someone who believes I can. Let's be clear, Beiji. I'm here with you because I want to catch the scum who murdered Johnny. As far as you're concerned, let's say I'm holding off on my judgment. I guess that'll have to do. I'll keep you posted. Oh my god! This sandwich is fucking disgusting! The list of people who might have murdered Johnny Marzetti was longer than Troy Vasso's dong. Troy was a guy I went to high school with. He had a huge dong. Despite what I said to Daisy, I could not rule out the Canadian mob as suspects. Neither could I send them a postcard asking if they'd shot Johnny. I was gonna have to pay them a visit, which meant my chances of getting my arms broken tonight just went up by about 200%. I crept up as quietly as I could and listened. Mordish? Yeah, Mordwick. Might be a hair fresh here. Okay, it looks like it's curling pretty nice. I couldn't make heads or tails of what I was hearing. They were speaking Canadian. Ooh, that's a biter. No way, you blue noser! I decided guns blazing was not the way to go here. I took a deep breath and rounded the corner. <clears throat> Mr. McDonald. Mr. Amador! Nice to see you. Did you get that moose pelt? I'm not here about moose pelts. And no, 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 I did not. I'll look into what happened to it. So, this is not a social visit then? No. Right then. Boys! Well, hey, my crab! Ow! <laughs> Mr. Amador, I do not like wasting bullets. Our guns only work with Canadian bullets and we have to ship them in from home. It gets really expensive. So let's say you just calmly have a seat and we'll avoid any gunplay. I'm amenable to that. Uh... What do you want, Mr. Amador? I'd like to retire someday. Maybe in New England. Always thought it might be nice to open a B&B. &B. No, Mr. Amador, I meant here. What do you want here? Right. Sorry. Um, I'm trying to find out what happened to Skipper Ritzy. We don't have Miss Ritzy. And you didn't gun down Johnny Marzetti. No, Mr. Amador. We would have cheerfully beaten Johnny to death with a jug of maple syrup. But somebody beat us to it. By the time we got there, Marzetti was dead and the place was crawling with cops. I'm sorry Miss Ritzy is missing. But that's not something we know anything about. So you are not responsible for the death of Johnny Marzetti, nor did anyone kill him at your behest? That's right. Now, 
I believe I've been extremely patient with you, and out of respect, I'm not having you stumped into the fucking ground. But, if you'll excuse me, I'd like to get back to this very important curling match. He was telling the truth. That much I knew. Also, I was really proud that I'd finally worked the word to behest into a conversation. I hadn't talked to Krusty McCann since our first meeting. The empty gym told me he'd taken Johnny's murder hard. I found him in his office, three-quarters of the way through a bottle of Craggy Golfer's premium scotch whiskey. It's Jose Amador, Mr. McCann. The fella from Fightin' Boxer Guy magazine, aye, I remember. I'll tell you what I told those vultures from the Times and Women's Wear Daily, Mr. Amador. I have nothing to say about this tragedy. Leave an old man to wet his kilt in peace if you've a shred of decency. Uh, Mr. McCann, I'm not actually a reporter. Unless you're actually a glass of bourbon, I don't want to deal with you right now. I'm a private detective, Mr. McCann, and right now I've got two jobs. One is to find the bastard to kill Johnny. The other is to save Johnny's girl. His girl? Skipper? What are you talking about? So I told him. I filled him in on my conversation with McDonald, on Skipper's kidnapping, on the need to find the killer sooner rather than later. And he kept right on drinking. So I was lucky to keep from getting whiskey vomit all over me. Finally, he did have one helpful hint. I know now that John planned to throw that fight. It pains me more than I can say. That he couldn't bring himself to do it in the end speaks to what a fine man he was. Johnny kept a diary. I think it might be in his locker. If he was having trouble with anyone, he'd have written about it in there. Thank you, Mr. McCann. Oh, and Mr. Amador. Yeah? Leave the office door open, if you would. I've got the whiskey farts something terrible. Just like Krusty said, the diary was in Johnny's locker, under about half a dozen unwashed jock straps. I skimmed through it. A surprising amount of it was Johnny's uninspired attempts at haiku. Then, on page 47, I found it. Dear Diary, I met Skipper's sister tonight. What an asshole. She offered me 500 bucks to dump Skipper. I told her she could shove her money up a cavernous uptown twat. I felt kind of bad using the word twat, but man, I was angry. <laughs> anyway, I'm feeling more inspired now, so here goes. Oh, beautiful sky makes me need to micturate. Yay to pee outdoors. This wasn't exactly news. Catherine Ritzy had already been in my top five who might have killed Johnny Allstars. But... It solidified her spot on the leaderboard. I had been pounding the pavement for 36 hours straight, and the score was pavement 10, Beiji 0. I needed a moment to catch my breath. I headed back to my office for a refresher. Daisy was still there, but she hadn't dug anything up in the files. She was catching some Z's on what passed from my office couch. 
I took stock of what we had. It didn't take long. Our entire case consisted of Jack and Squat. The Canadian mob said they hadn't killed Johnny, and mobsters are nothing if not truthful. Johnny's diary seemed to point me to Catherine Ritzy. That meant there were a couple of doors I needed to knock on. One of those doors was about to swing wide open, without me bruising my knuckles on it. Go for Beijing. Mr. Amador, this is Arthur Ritzy. Good evening, Mr. Ritzy. I need to see you. Can you come to my home immediately? Oh, certainly, Mr. Ritzy. There are some questions I wanted to ask you anyway. I can be there in half an hour. Twenty minutes would be better. Well, then, I suppose I'll have to take the helicopter instead of the Bentley. Oh, that's no good at all. There are already two helicopters and a hang glider on the roof. You'll have nowhere to park. I'll just hurry. Oh, who was that? Arthur Ritzy III. I've been summoned. I didn't expect you'd still be here, Daisy. I want you to find Johnny's killer, Beiji. That means I don't leave until this is done. Anyway, I'm kind of enjoying digging through these files. Are you? I'm going to night school to study forensic toxicology, and some of the lab reports you've got in here are fascinating. Well, if you like it better than slinging cereal on the Upper East Side, maybe we should talk. Find Johnny's killer and save Skipper, Beiji. Then we can talk about cereal. I had two agendas for this meeting with Arthur Ritzy. The first was to find out why the hell the third richest man in the city wanted to talk to a cut-rate gumshoe. The second was to determine if that man was capable of hiring someone to kill his daughter's boyfriend. I also had a desire to maybe swipe something good from his liquor cabinet, but that was a distant third. Ah, uh, Mr. Amadou. Good evening, Cutler. Mr. Ritzy told me to expect you. I must warn you, Mr. Amlador. Mr. Ritzy has not been a healthy man for some years, but over the last few days his condition has worsened somewhat. I won't take up too much of his time or energy, Cutler. Thank you, sir. Maybe you could help me do that. In what way could I be of some assistance? The family. Where were they on Saturday? The elder Miss Ritzy and her husband attended a performance of the opera that evening, sir. Mr. Ritzy was here with me. The staff can verify that. Yes, sir. Here we are, sir. Mr. Ritzy, sir. Mr. Amalgam is here. The detective you sent for. Mr. Amador. Thanks for coming. What is it you want, Mr. Ritzy? My younger daughter, Mr. Amador, is missing. I thought she was in Europe, Mr. Ritzy. I just received word that she never arrived. The Italian police, incompetent government workers that they are, do not seem to have the slightest idea how to locate her. So I want a man who's answerable to me, instead of some bureaucrat working to find her before, before something happens to her. Whatever your fee is, I'll triple it. Mr. Ritzy, keep your money. I'll help you find Skipper. Not because some wretched, decaying buzzard is paying me, but because it's the right thing to do. I'm not sure someone like you is familiar with the concept. I I'd forgotten myself for a while. But I've remembered it. And now I'm doing that. I'm doing the right thing. Like I talked about a moment ago. For good reasons and stuff. Man, I really need to keep these speeches more concise. Whatever you think of me, Mr. Amador. Don't like you. I think that came through in the speech. Please, find my skipper. 
before it's too late. I was just about to storm out. I'm very fond of storming. I, I do it really well. But as I turned to go, I saw something. A small thing. A framed picture on Ritzy's bedside table. It was a picture of a girl. It was signed, Love, Trixie. Daisy, it's me. I was actually just about to head out and grab a bite to eat. Listen, could you pull a file for me? Sure. What's the name? Uh, Gardenia. Trixie Gardenia. Huh. What? Well, it's just that I'd already flagged that file. There's some stuff in there about an unnamed rich guy that I thought maybe you'd want to look at. He's not unnamed anymore. Uh, Daisy, would you mind sticking around for a little while longer? I need someone to listen to me saying things and then tell me if what I'm saying is uh, batshit crazy. Sure. Thanks. Could you maybe pick me up a salad on the way here? I'm starving. Trixie Gardenia. Son of a bitch. Is Trixie Gardenia? Did she kill Johnny? Are you my mommy? Find out on the pulse pounding conclusion of the case that I started after I finished my baking. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>